Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 9, 2016. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who announced this week he is quitting the podcast mm. to live out his dream, to move to Syria and become a barista. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Well, thank you, Michael. I think the, uh, the good people of Syria, uh-huh. uh, they need a good outlet for coffee. I mean, just because you're in ISIS doesn't mean you have to put up with rubbish coffee. And I've always wanted to be a barista. Yeah. I thought if Joe Watson can do it, Adam Rosenmarks can do it. So I'm off to Raqqa. Uh, going to grow my beard like a hipster, uh-huh. as they do. So I'll blend right in, uh, get myself a neck tattoo, mm-hmm. maybe some Arabic writing or something. Really? Do many ISIS people have neck tats? They will, after oh, I, I started up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it'll become a thing. Yep, yep. Yeah, it just, uh, for, the, for the greater cause. Well, they need to be, you know, alert. You know, oh, and... absolutely. They don't drink. Mm. So you get up early. Mm. You're about to, uh, you know, uh, cause pain on some infidels. Mm. Doesn't mean you can't do it without a good latte. Good latte, yeah. 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 So Job's heading off. He's heading off to New York. Has he gone already yet? Well, I'm not sure. No, he's, he's off to New York. He's definitely taking uh, a break from, from life. Yeah. From footy. Just getting away from it all, from thinking about having to give the brown low back at some point. What's happened? Like, why is he having a break? What's, what kind of mental pressure would he be under? Oh, no, he's fine. He's just, he's a bit soft, I think. <laughs> he just can't handle uh, four years of just constant, <laughs> uh, constant abuse. Um, so, yeah, apparently his dad said that he's, he had done a barista's course, a coffee, coffee course. Coffee course, yeah. And he wants to head over to be a barista in, a, a bomber barista in Brooklyn. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool little uh, lifestyle change. Well, if you're Australian or if you're from the southern states, you know who Joe Watson yes. is. Yes. And I'm assuming, I'm just taking a punt here, there's a few Australians that might be in New York, yeah, particularly yeah. You know, in the Brooklyn area. In there's the actually area. quite a few. You see articles every now and then about the Australian cafes yeah. in, run by Australians. Oh, they're very popular. Take over the, uh, the Melbourne kind of cafe, coffee culture yep. and uh, puts it into New York, where I imagine... They don't have coffee. No, they don't have anything like that. They've never even heard of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get we get someone like Joe Watson. Heading over there. Who, it's basically for them, it's like LeBron serving them cups of tea. It is, isn't it? That's yeah. where it's at. Yeah, that, isn't that strange? Yeah. yeah. But there would be a lot of Australians there. Yes, absolutely. If, if you did find the cafe that, that Joe was working at, he could have a lot of fun. Couldn't oh, you? <laughs> absolutely. I'd go in there. You know what? I, first thing I'd order, I'd order a Dankachino. <laughs> As good as that? You don't do that? Oh, it'd be awesome. Just go in there and they, you know, give the order and they... You, they want your name, the weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that, James Heard. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh, Thymosin, BDR4. And you just go, look, I'll swap you. Uh, he goes, can I have some payment for it? You go, well, you give me your brown load and I'll give you the money. <laughs> I mean, it works out. I don't, what do you think about footballers getting in 
into the coffee world because there are a lot of footballers. I know Ange Christo, he runs a uh, cafe That's in right. uh, St George's Road in Fitzroy North. Doesn't Mill, Mill Hatter run one in Brunswick yes, Street? Yes, the Fitz on, yeah. on, uh, on Brunswick Street. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a time-honoured tradition mm. that they go into that. But I, I don't know if I buy into it. I think footballers should, should stick to fashion labels that only their mates wear. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Or highly flammable nightclubs. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, the only, that's the realm of the football, yeah, and I yeah. don't think it should go beyond that. Yeah, they do love a T-shirt label, don't they? Oh, fuck, do they what, mate? And it's always just a step down from Ed Hardy. Like, they're usually quite repulsive. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're big-necked. There's a lot of na- naked women on the front. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, what was the what was the buddy one? That's the... Um, oh, the... Pas- Nina Pan... Is it Nina and Pasadena? Is that the name of his Yeah, one? I think you might be right. Yeah. And I think uh, Bryce Gibbs and uh, Geordie Russell had that Touche okay. label. Go and on. I know um, Mitch, Mitch Robinson, I think, had a label. Yeah, yeah. Going back a step though, the buddy, mm. um, I remember having a... I met him once and having a chat. Yeah. And we got onto the T-shirt label. And he said it was um, going to be distributed at Harrods. That... <laughs> Is quite surprising. Yeah. Harrods is quite high class. I think, it's, I think it hadn't happened at the time. This is a few years ago. Yeah. So maybe check for us. Any junk time is in London. Please, head on into Harrods. Hop into Harrods yeah, and just wander <laughs> up to the, the, the doorman. Yeah. And say, have you got any buddy T-shirts? Or just ask for he'll the say, Nina say, and Pasadena section. Yeah. He'll say, level four. Yeah. Right aisle. Yeah. That'd be amazing, though, if you go to Harrods and you could buy a buddy T-shirt. Well, I guess. Do, they know, think, do you think they'd sell buddy boots? Remember the buddy boots? No, I don't. They're from 2013. I Did didn't they buy teach a you pair. how to kick? No, no, they're Rebel Sport. Uh-huh. And they're, they're um, streetwear. No, I don't recall the Buddy Boots. Buddy Boots. I think it even had a little figure of Buddy on the, on the, on the top. A bit like the Air Jordan kind of logo. Yep, yep. But yeah, they were Did buddy- you ever get a pair? No, no, I wanted to. Yeah, absolutely, you should have. <laughs> but they were football boots or just they were streetwear? No, street were streetwear, yeah. Streetwear. Oh, yeah. man. Buddy Boots. So you get the Buddy Boots. You got your Nina and Pasadena... Uh, I'll look up with the Buddy Boots right now. T-shirt on. I mean, obviously, uh, get onto eBay. They'll be at least, what, eight, $8,000 for a pair of Buddy Boots they're, now. Um, they're at Rebel Sport. And that, that I mean, that's, that's like Australia's Harrods, really. Yeah, dude, check it out. It's um, uh, Mac Buddy Franklin Jr. What's this? Here we go. So you could, you could, get, a, you could get brown and gold. Well, who doesn't want a pair of brown and gold shoes? And it had, um... I mean, because, you know, it just, I don't think it's enough that it's just in your jumper. I think if it goes down to your shoes, it's a full kit. Yeah, because its colours are made to go together. Yeah, absolutely. So it's got Buddy written on the kind of top, uh-huh. where the top lace is. Yep. And then it's got a little figurine, a little drawing of Buddy kicking, the big left. The big left? Yeah, so you get them in black. And on the back of the boot, is there Kale Hooker chasing him? <laughs> um, yeah, they, they're more... From Mac, the company Mac? I don't really know. I don't know Mac. Is there a yeah. price? Do we have a price range oh, yeah, for the sure. Buddy Boots? I need to know whether or not I can afford them. And if I can't, then I need to start up some sort of Kickstarter campaign. Yeah, true, true. I imagine... Um, I'm I, saying in the 80 to $130 range for a pair of Buddy Boots. On eBay, Ooh. Uh, they're up for $45 odd dollars. That's not bad. $65 odd dollars. And that's yeah. brand new. Is that bite now? Um, well, let me load it up. Stop asking so many questions. Mate, I need to know about the buddy boots. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find information because, you know, it's the, they're probably not on sale anymore. Have any other footballers over the, over the journey had their own range of products like that? Because I imagine when Ricky Nixon got Flying Start happening, that that would have been one of their first things is to get marketing. Yeah. Like, yep. did you buy a Jason Dunstall helmet? Yeah, yeah, sure. You get a tiny look at a pork chop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh let me uh, back to the Mac boots. Um, look around. I'll take too long. Stuff this. You, they were buddy boots, okay? They were buddy boots. Yeah, All right. They're available at Harrods. I know that for a fact. Okay. 
But do you think? All right. So let's go back to Job as a barista. Does it yes. clear his head, or does it? Is it? Is it a bit? I mean, it's a. Is it a step down? You've gone from AFL champion, top yeah. ten player, yeah. and now you're serving coffee to hipsters in New York. Got to get his mind off it. If he's going to, if he's going to come back next year, and John Worsfold said this over the past week, he said he has to come back 100. percent 100. percent Yeah, I don't want 85. percent I don't yep. want 98. I want you to be 100. percent And so you need to do what you need to do, and obviously what Job needs to do is serve cappuccinos to New York. Is there a film in this? Oh, dude, the coffee maker. He's going to. It's romantic. He's going to fall in love. Yeah. He's going to meet a lovely little lady over there. Does he not already have a girlfriend? Going to meet another one. Yeah. <laughs> true love. The true yeah, love. Absolutely, like all good the baristas. True love, dude. Yeah. I've meeting another, meet another coffee. Yeah. She she likes the taste of his beans. Yeah. And so she goes back. You know. Yeah. Kind of pops in. Hmm. Who's that tall drink of water? Yeah, I like. Get it. a love. I'm Australian yep. and I want a brown layer. Truth. What's a brown layer? What the fuck's a brown layer? <laughs> I don't want you to do that to me. It's this. I'm wearing it around my neck right now. Yeah. Don't tell anyone because they want to take it off of you. <laughs> yeah. They're not allowed to keep it. And then eventually they, they fall in love when they get married. They come back here. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um, so like Nick Rewalt, he's got the, yeah, uh, yeah, the lady from Texas. Texas yeah, yep. yeah. They come back here and they uh, they have a wedding uh, and on grand final day at halftime with the MCG. That's beautiful. How can you turn against Job? No, if, I, if I, I agree. Wedding, and I know that... A wedding. Now, I know his dad obviously will be there, but maybe her parents can't come out because of visa restrictions. Yeah, they right. can Skype in on the um, scoreboard. Love it. Who gives away her? James Heard. How lovely would that be? This is the wedding of the year. Yeah. People are tuning in for this. So Heard is there. The yep. weapon gets him fit and firing for yes. the... Uh, yes. And then the after party. And then Danky kind of... Yeah. He does the uh, he does the reception. He does like kind of the menu and the designs of menu and the, the cocktails. cocktails. Yeah. Absolutely the cocktails. Of, he knows how to kind of mix and match. Yeah, yeah. You've got to look... Like every, every wedding has an off-site... Injecting room. Oh yeah, actually, we, well, we don't need to cater for the um, reception because we've already got the pie boys and the like at the game. Yep. So they can treat the guests. They head off. To, they head off to one of the rooms. Uh, uh, you know, after for to watch the. Well, it's half time. Yeah, to watch the third quarter. <laughs> yeah, we're not idiots. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I I like the idea that you're saying he's going to clear his head. Yeah. But then when he comes back and if he does play next year, and let's hope that Joe Watson plays on. Yes. If he does come back, is his head going to be clear, or is he going to be thinking about thinking about the coffee? Yeah. Uh, that's true. He goes fuck that. That macchiato, I've completely butchered that, and yep. someone in New York hates me for it. Yeah, that piccolo latte in mm. October last year. I embarrassed year, myself. Completely cocked it up. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. No, he shouldn't. I've changed my mind. He should yeah. stay in Melbourne. And I, because I've made him captain in my super coffee team. Yeah, you should do. You should stay in Melbourne for one thing. Yeah. Still be a barista. Yeah, I know. Why does he have to go to New York, mate? <laughs> Just so we could all go in there. Yeah, I, I think that would be better <laughs> for everyone. Is, if there's anyone in New York who listens to this show, yes. please... Footballer in real life, we need a Joe Watson spotting. Oh, for sure, for sure. But surely there will be articles about. It'll get out pretty quick. Yeah, where he's working. Where he's at. Oh, yeah. dude, I, even, I might be uh, half a chance. I might be going to America a bit later this year. Well, can't talk about chance. it yet. Special projects. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you find you going to visit other podcasts and stuff? Oh, yeah, it's a podcast learning tour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, and uh, there's a chance I might go. On it. So anyway, we'll keep. That's a tantalising little reason to go. That adds another list. Well, you know what? That's, that makes it tax deductible. Ah, true, yes. If I you see Joe it, Watson. I just mentioned it on the yeah, podcast. exactly. That Bang. claim the whole thing. It yep. was research. And I imagine most of the people at the ATO would listen to this. They'd be yeah. oh, <laughs> Michael Chamberlain's claiming it. <laughs> um, can I take you one thing very quickly? Mm. Hey, dude, the Yo. journey. The Journey, the, uh, the Carlton Show. Yeah, the Carlton Show, which was uh, filmed pre-season. On Fox On Cell. Fox Footy. It's amazing. It's really good, isn't it? It's they really did a good. fantastic job. So basically, 
Brendan Bolton took five of the f- our five draft picks down to Tassie, which is where he's from, which sounds creepy and almost uh, yeah. like Evil Dead type, type scenario. Like your uncle taking you on. Yeah, it. yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit weird just hanging out with the young kids, but. Uh, yeah. But he went down there, and it was just a, it was a really good insight into one the way he deals with people. Sorry, is Journey a one off, or is it a no? Just a one off. Yeah, oh, really? Preseason. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, gotcha. Could have gone further. For anyone who's seen like uh, HBO's Hard Knocks, the NFL show, mm-hmm. or even the one they did with uh, Bob Murphy last year yep. that our friend Adrian Brown did, yep. which yep. is fantastic. It's that kind of thing. It's just that sort of behind the scenes thing that they did at Carlton. It was a. It was it's really good. Check it out. It's fascinating. And uh, Brendan Bolton is quite remarkable. He's amazing, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, no wonder uh, if did the bo- the baggers are turned around, mate. They're going to win the next five. Yeah, but you know who's set it up? Mick. Yeah, Mick Malthouse. I mean, he's just riding Malthouse's coattails. There's he no laid, doubt about that. He laid the foundation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He created a mini, uh, mini, mini <laughs> dynasty. Very mini. It's Mick's, Mick's hard work. It was four in a row. But there was one bit, um, uh, they, they're, on a, they're on a boat. Oh, yeah. And bang boat. Yeah, and someone yep. jumped in. Yep. And then when he got back on the boat, Brendan got well asked the question, and was, I think it was meant to be one in all in, so they're all meant to jump in. Yep. And he was really deep and meaningful. And there was even one bit when he's going, um, uh, you know, who's the most important people in your life? And they go, oh, my mum and dad, and uh, and and Mick Mulders, and um, <laughs> and he's like, uh, well, come Christmas time. Um, when you're making Christmas lunch, give him a hand. Help him out. Yeah, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a whole bunch of little stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know who's loving this? It's mum and dad's. And it was like, who, uh, they had a sleep overnight. And yep. it was like, I think, but it was, it was like, who sacrificed the most sleep? And it's all about us and not me. And, oh, uh, yeah. Like, it's all about the team. Yeah, it was really, um, and then I watched the Brisbane Lions one. It was one. fantastic, yeah. Yep, the Brisbane Lions ones. And that was just them uh, crying. Giving up. Yeah. Most Lep- of them went home. Lepish shouting fuck a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing chairs. Yeah. The Gold Coast one is great. It's uh, <laughs> it's only for adults. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. It's like Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a journey of a different type. Hey, uh, keeping on the TV theme, mm. can I tell you something? I was hanging out with my nine-year-old nephew Yep. Uh, this week. Not down in Tassie. Not down in Not Tassie. jumping off a boat. Not on a boat. Yep. But um, he said something which sent a fucking chill down my spine. He was watching Hawthorne YouTube highlights. Oh, okay. And he said... Because there's a lot of things that could send a chill down your spine. <laughs> but he said, um, uh, I got the direct quote here. He said, Hawthorne sell a lot of candy, don't they? Oh, and I was like, oh, shit. That's devastating. <laughs> it's getting into the minds of the, the youth of Australia. So and he... Even more chilling after that, he then said, boy, oh, boy, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then he called you a poofter. But yeah, B- BT is infiltrating the youth. So does that mean kids in the playground, and this is a devastating thought, Yeah. Uh, are running around going, I'm selling candy. Yeah, I'm selling They're hand saying candy. saying it out loud yeah. to other people. They would be. They'd be selling hand candy and foot candy. That's just that disgraceful. That is no good. Yeah. He said, he said, Hawthorne sell a lot of candy. I said, well, he's not at the club anymore. But the point is... Yeah. <laughs> but what about... So does that mean uh, you might say to a teammate, you're delicious? Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course you would be. You, Sen- you might think a kick is centimetre perfect. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking devastating. Yeah, you grab the ball and then you kick it over your head and then you go like a cork in the ocean. That is not... Like even... All right, so you'd have to be a little bit older for this, but you might have uh, grown up watching Ricky Olerenshaw, so you might be unintelligible <laughs> and no one knows what the fuck you're talking about. That is a devastating thought. Yeah, speaking in incomplete sentences. Yeah. yeah. Like and if then... you listen to SCN on a Saturday morning, you might just be a blatant liar oh, that okay. has a massive conflicts of interest. 
<laughs> as a child. You go, who are you playing for this weekend? I can't say, Mum. Oh. Uh, we can't. I haven't, we haven't spoken about it. There are kids now in playgrounds. Yeah, five. Five, grade five, grade four. Mm. They've got their own modelling agency. That is. <laughs> on the side. I mean, good on them. <laughs> so they should. Everyone needs. I mean, there are kids who are at, at playtime are sitting outside the tuck shop uh-huh. with copies of their self-published uh, book. <laughs> <laughs> They're just selling the copy of their book, My yep. Story. Yep, yep. The, yeah. All they want is striped hair and underwear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're, they're, they're bang up for 15, 16-year-old <laughs> girls. <laughs> Which is okay then, but uh, that, that's that's not good, Michael. No. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I hit him. Yeah, good. Yeah, no, he deserved that. <laughs> he deserved that. But you had an exciting Hawthorne loss on the weekend. I'm I'm, well, I'm not sorry, but you had an exciting, <laughs> uh, uh, not even sighting. Well, I can safely say he's back on the radar. It's been a while. Mm. I couldn't even tell you the last time I saw him. I got a feeling it might even be at Etihad, maybe in about July last year. Wow. But um, uh, first quarter mm-hmm. um, went uneventful. I suppose. Yep. Hawthorne didn't kick a goal. So Were you looking for said man? Look, I I can't say he's been on my radar. Yeah. Because, again, he hasn't been around. And also, I thought he might have, you know, now corporate, he might have to go and sit with the hobnobs. And, gotcha. Yeah, and kind of entertain. He's changed. Entertain the Japanese yep. businessmen that come oh, to the yeah. show. Oh, the, the, the Chinese ones that are, that are having the game. And so, I... Uh, Went down a few rows, kind of towards the ground, just kind of have a look at the crowd. So this is in the MCC? Yep. Yep. Seen how many people were there. Mm-hmm. And then I turned around and I looked back to my usual spot. Yeah, and he's pointing with policemen going, that's that <laughs> fucking guy who talks about me on his little podcast. And there, our special friend, JGD, yep. is standing there in a suit. Nice suit. Good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. You touch he, it? He used to wear jeans and bad jumpers and stuff. And I was like, JGD, come on. But now, obviously, yep. he's gone corporate. Yeah, okay. We're in a very Stepped nice up. suit. Yep. And um, I eye contact? Did you make eye contact? <laughs> I got pretty up close and personal, okay. I must say. How up close? It was a bit crowded, a bit crowded. And so we were literally next to each other mm-hmm. for a quarter. Um, like, as closer than where you and I are now. Are you, did you speak to him? No, no. Why I nearly didn't you did. Speak I nearly, to him? I nearly did. You've got the Hawthorne connection. You could have said your son's going well this season. That's what I thought. I thought nearly as just like a general fan. Ray, yeah. um, you know. Uh, you I know. love you. You know, we look better in that quarter there, or yeah. you know, easily done. Though we looked pretty bad in the second second term, actually kicked away. Um, no, but you got two late goals. You could have talked about those going yeah. into half time. Yeah, better than being, you know four goals down than six. six. Yes, absolutely. Yes. There you go. There's your opening statement. Bang. There's your chat. I know. I know. I nearly. I nearly almost did. Um, oh, just as a fan, not. A, I wasn't going to get into the detail that you know we talk about him. No, no, no. <laughs> absolutely. No man needs to hear that about themselves. Um, and then uh, can pretty much confirm that he goes down to the other end when each quarter. Because he only appeared in the second quarter. And then okay. he disappeared in the third and came back in the fourth. So I imagine he's following Jack to end-to-end. That's weird. Considering you're on the wing. Oh, it's not really the wing. It's so about, you're on a flank. It's about the 50-metre mark. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, and then he heads back to... I reckon he goes back to the other, um, other end. The other arc. And also um, got a fraction of a temper. Really? <laughs> Is he like? Uh, did he swear? What did no, JJ no, say? No, okay. a, there was, Has um, he got a temper about other players, or just at his son? Every now and then, when they when they mess up, yep. Because it was fucking Keystone cops in the last quarter too with Hawthorne. They were fucking awful. They were fucking handballing into the backs of people. And, this is great. It's unraveling. Um, anyway, you're not a happy team at Hawthorne. But he, it's uh, great. He has uh, there's a the, the metal rail that yep. you lean on, mm-hmm. and um, and he pissed on it. No, he's just oh. sma- he smashes it. Oh, so JJ's handle record, and he kind of. It just interludes. Yep. When Jack fucks up, you definitely get a whack. Yep. And then every now and then when another player fucked up, you get a... And so 
there was no point even looking around to see what that was. Yeah. Because you can feel the vibrations and hear the noise. He's like, JJD. JJD, he's lost his mind. Passionate. What about uh, for bad umpiring calls when trips aren't called? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah there was was he angry? Two in a minute, yeah. yeah. No. Um, I mean, we don't hear the talk about the Hawthorne free kicks now, do we? <laughs> well, no, you don't. It's all evened up now. It's great. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, was, it wasn't like every minute. He probably about three a quarter. I'm hearing that JJD is a bit of a psycho. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's what I'm hearing. And that's what I'm taking away. And that's what I'm telling people. <laughs> and I think that's where it should be. But he's back. He's back. I'm oh, glad he's back. Know. He looked well. He's very tall. Very yeah? tall. I was standing on the step and he was still taller than me. Oh, well, no, that's not true. I was a bit taller than him. So now you're just lying. He's a big lad. You, mate, you missed your opportunity. Oh, he'll be back. He'll be back. We've got more games at the MCG. All right. He'll wander over. All I'll right. say, g'day, mate. How are yeah. you? Are you coping? I mean, the Swans was a good win. Yeah, yeah, How, how yeah. did you feel when you saw Buddy dob one from 80 metres yeah. out? <laughs> that was a good kick. Yeah. No, it was great. And then, um, and then, uh, and then <laughs> that second one, kind of the sealer, really. Uh, when he got one uh, handballed to him off a free kick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so <laughs> Clark, I would have been there going, hey, guys, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, for like eight years, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was this guy who kind of hang around in the 50-metre arc, get yep. a free kick. Um, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was him. Yeah, that's <laughs> have you forgotten who he is? <laughs> that's no good. Uh, yeah, anyway. Shall we go through the games? Well, let's talk about probably the biggest news that we've overlooked so far is that... Uh, the footbridge in Adelaide is going to be restricted because of uh, Festival Plaza construction. Mm, yeah. That is... I just think... And they're saying it's going to affect the football season. I'd say that uh, either they relocate Adelaide football next year or they just don't... The two teams pull out back for to one footy, year. Back to footy park, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think you have to. Yeah. Oh, I don't think you've got any choice. If there's no footbridge... What a Norwood, because the Norwood ground's not too far from No, not at Adelaide. all. It's a lovely ground. There, yeah. It's a lovely ground, but they're saying the access to the ground... Uh, yeah, take us through the story. So access to Adelaide Oval's popular footbridge will be highly restricted. Highly. So I don't know what that kind of means. Does that mean pass holders? Does that mean you've got to know someone? Yeah. Is there going to be a door door guy there? Uh, during at least part of next year's footy season, and its remaining few users channeled through a narrow riverbank alleyway. Ugh. That sounds dangerous. It's really like swamp people. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Yep. So which end of the footbridge is being done up? So I think it's just behind the railway station, so okay. not the footy ground side of it. Yep. Uh, in a likely unpopular move, yes. you fucking got that right, <laughs> the footbridge's southern end will be blocked by construction work for the Festival Plaza redevelopment, um, which involves lowering the roadway north of the Adelaide railway station. You don't lower roadways, mate. You lower your car, you fuckheads. <laughs> Get it right. You lower your expectations. Yeah, yeah, that's what Yeah, that's what you got to do. They say the northern entrance to the railway station will be closed to prevent access to the Festival Drive construction site. So I get that. There's a construction site there, but you've got to work on it. And then they say a large Clipsal 500-style overpass okay. will take remaining footbridge users over the construction site. So they're going to have... It says here Clipsal 500 style. So I think the uh, overpass is going to be uh, full of Jim Beam and Bogan. Yep, yep. Right? And a little bit of a rat's tail out the back. <laughs> uh, and through the, the narrow walkway. And they're saying here that, okay, the Adelaide Oval crowds, typically about forty to 50,000 people for AFL games, mm-hmm. will be encouraged away from the footbridge. No. Can't do that. No. Along the King William Street Bridge over the River Torrens. Well, that's... That's not a footbridge. No, I don't it's give a fuck about that. Street. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about that. And they're saying they're even going to. Uh, they're even going to um, cut off one lane of the King William Street Bridge so people can walk across it. But then they're just walking on a road. This sounds like chaos. It's not a footbridge. 
Uh, this, this gentleman said that between 20,000 and 30,000 people usually use the footbridge in the 20 to 45 minutes after the AFL game. 20 to 30,000 people go through there. And they're not even, they don't even need to use that footbridge. Most of them drove. But yeah. they just go across it and yep. go, we've walked the footbridge. <laughs> and now we're coming back. So it's basically saying that uh, it's going to be it's it just can't handle that kind of volume because it's not going to people aren't going to be able to get off it. They can get on like you can walk across it. The footbridge itself is not going to be shut, okay. but getting on and off access it, will be difficult. Access will be very difficult, Michael. Okay, now here's what we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to send a letter to the premier. Oh, Jay Weatherall. Yeah, what so are we going to say? We've we- got it here. We encourage all junk timers out there. Oh, so there's an actual website we can go to? Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, it's premier.sa.gov.au. Uh-huh. Well, actually, we, it's all open to the public. Postal address, GPO Box 2343, Adelaide, South Australia, 5001. And we'll put these links up on our Facebook site and uh, we'll put it out on Twitter as well. Um, fax number? <laughs> Definitely. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no, 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 we've got phone number, 08 3166 So that's the um, contact details for Great. Premier. So we'll fill this out. Um, you got to put in your first name, last name, you know, email, all that kind of stuff. Yep, yep. Uh, what should we What should we say? Well, dear Mr. Premier, dear Mr. Premier, start official. Uh, doing a great job. Yep. Love what you've done with the Adelaide Oval. Mm-hmm. But you are about to ruin South Australian football potentially forever. Yep. Yeah, doing a great job. Well, love what you've done for Adelaide Oval Footbridge. Uh, it distresses us both. Or should we say, in our opinion, yes, best footbridge. Oh yes, in the world. Yes, in the world. Yeah. Um, however. However. Yeah. Good sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do find it distressing. Distressing to know that the footbridge will be out of action for most of next year. Yeah. Um, this is. Intolerable. Uh, yes, this is intolerable. Uh, I mean, un- unacceptable for the people of Adelaide and un-South Australian. Yes, and un-South Australian. Yep. <laughs> In the name of Corns, <laughs> Curly, and Wiedemann. Wiedemann, do the right thing. Yep. And keep the footbridge open for 2017. Absolutely. Okay, signed, sincerely, Michael Chamberlain Yep. and Adam Rosenbachs. If that doesn't get reopened on the back of that... P.S. We love Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, so we'll put those links up. We want to get that footbridge. Uh, we want it to remain open because basically that is South Australian football. Yes. And how are you going to get to a game and see Tom Jonas... Smash Andrew Gaff in the face if there's no footbridge. Dude, how many weeks are you going to get for that, do you reckon? I, it's got to be six, doesn't it? It was massive, wasn't it? He's elbowed him in the back of the head. Mm. Jonas was out, uh, sorry, uh, Gaff was out before he hit the ground. Love, oh. love an hour before you hit the ground. <laughs> got to love that, don't you? Uh, it was awful, wasn't it? So but he's coming, he's coming just a smidge late, but the elbow's straight to the back of the head. Down he goes. There are a couple of little hits. Zach Dawson did one as well. Oh, I didn't see the Zach Dawson yeah, one. Yeah, Zach Dawson kind of clothesline a dude. Yeah. Um, Will he get weeks for that? 
Uh, people aren't really too fussed about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, oh, it's like Dawson's playing. Uh, that's nice. <laughs> no Dawson, no Fremantle, that's what I say. But uh, what's his name? Adam Simpson came out and said that the, uh, the West Coast Eagles players should not be fine. Should be lenient. Should be lenient on the Malay following because they were flying the flag, Michael. In a way, there's a little bit of merit in that. Oh, there's a lot of merit. But then how do you work out? So essentially it's kind of like a revenge Malay. Should there be a flying the flag cause? Yeah, that's true. So the umpire, so instead of, so you have the hit. Yeah. And then the umpire, maybe he holds up a, no, he kind of, you know, blows the whistle. Blows the whistle. Flying the flag. Flying the flag. Oh, so you get like 45 seconds? Yeah. Flying yeah. the flag. Flying the flag. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you have a shot clock, a fly the flag <laughs> shot, shot clock. clock, a snap clock. Uh-huh. So you got 45 seconds. Do go, whatever you want. Go yeah. crazy. Free for all. Yeah. Fly that flag. Yeah. And then, and then obviously it's shut down. They have to bring the stretchers out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you're flying it's the like flag. It's like a war zone. They have to bring the stretchers out and the medics. And then, uh, yeah. and then you know. On with it. On with it again. Although, does it, so say I've knocked someone out. Yes. Right. Then you, on the opposition team, you come over and hit me. So oh. this isn't flying the flag time. Oh, you're going to get it good, yeah. So can my mates then refly the flag after you've hit me? I think it should be a one-way street. Okay, yeah. cool. Because it right, would no, be The initial incident. Yeah, initial Otherwise incident. it would carry on for too long. Well, yeah. And also, I mean, it's not fair for port players to get a get a shot at the Eagles players. Yeah, okay. Because they were the ones who committed the crime in the first place. That's fair enough. Yeah, so I just sort of put it out there. We want to clarify the what, fly the flag time. Yeah, what we would have seen was that Gaff went down. Yep. Umpire. Blows the whistle, shot cock comes up, yep. and the crowd can chant down, you know, 45, yeah, 44, yeah. 43. And then the poor players can just, like, run away because they know well, yeah, time I mean, is you, limited. Well, yeah, you can do whatever you, however you wish to protect yourself. Yeah, Jump yep. into the crowd, I don't know, run up the race. <laughs> yeah. But they can't throw it. They can defend themselves like a boxer. Yeah. But they can't throw any punches. Oh, so they're not allowed to retaliate. No, no, no. Oh, and the okay. Eagles players can come in, they can swing, just do whatever swing, they want. Break yeah. Weapons, whatever they want. Boots over the face. Yeah. Um, Gatorade in the face. Oh, yeah. I'm blinded. Easy to punch. Bang, yeah, bang, 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 bang. And What's then, 45 seconds? Yeah. I mean, it's Adelaide. Oh, chicken salt. Chicken salt right in the eyes. Now, They've got the best chicken salt in Australia, apparently. No, I noticed that. that, that there's the advertising behind the goals. Yeah. And I, I've never brought it up on the pod, but is, is it just chicken salt? Like, is, it's just that a company? sign. Well, is that... Oh, yeah, like, I don't even know if it's a company. It's just chicken salt. Yeah, it's not like, you know, Miguel's chicken salt. Yeah, it's just, it's just it's chicken, chicken salt. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a reminder. Well, that's the thing. I'm wondering, like... You know, people are there for their chips, and then they look up and see a goal, and they're like, oh, shit, oh, fuck I yeah. I got chicken salt. But yeah. it, have you ever noticed that? Like, that it just seems to be chicken salt. It's the only ground in the, in the world that I know of that just, just says chicken salt. Just, it's a condiment. Yeah. Just rem- like the, at the other end, it's, it's sauce. <laughs> It just says, uh, and on the wing, it just says coriander. But, the, I mean, chicken salt might be the title. Like, maybe chicken salt, there's only one company in the world that makes, has a, a foothold on the, the chicken salt market. How does one make chicken salt? <laughs> All right, so we need our South Australian uh, listeners, obviously, to give us a, give explain, us a bit of a hand there. Explain chicken salt, yeah, because it's been there for ages. Yeah. And I, I've, when it, and I only noticed on the weekend, oh, sh- I've never talked about that. And I, it existed at... Uh, at the other ground as well. At Footy Park? Yeah, I'm, I reckon I'm you positive. Right. Yeah, because yeah. like, I remember it, like, because it's obviously not a Melbourne thing. So the first time you see it, you're like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's like seeing a burly ball back when they used to play, you know, state of origin games. You're yes. Like, oh, that's, oh, look at yes. that cute yes. little yes. ball. Yes, yeah, so it's 20, the same thing. 25 metre line. Yeah. You know, wow, that's different. It's cute. <laughs> Progressive. Yeah. But yeah, so explain the chicken salt sign. Is yeah. it a company or is it just a sign for chicken salt? It's a suggestion. Oh. Anyway, another quirk of uh, uh, the interstate game. Mm. Uh, our new friend, um, 
Cochran, Tony Cochran. Oh, you fell in love with him, didn't you? God, I love him. I love him. So he's the uh, he's the head of uh, GWS. Uh, sorry, GWS. Uh, Gold Coast Gold Coast Suns. And where has he been? For the last few years, obviously, he must have been a board member. I, I want to hear more from him. He came out this week, and uh, people have been saying that G uh, Gold Coast aren't going very well. I think that's incorrect. <laughs> I think they just hit a bit of a rough patch. But yep. they won three games off the top. Yeah, they Let's did. Let's talk about those. You forget about that, though, yeah. don't you? They were flying. Great wins. They beat Carlton. Yep. They beat Frio. <laughs> I mean, there's some big wins in there. Uh, and he came out because they've been talking maybe Rodney Eade's not the right fit and he's contracted till the end of next year. Mm. And Tony uh, Cochran came out and said that uh, you can write it in, I'll write it in my blood. Yeah. That he will be there to the end of next year. And I'm thinking probably to reflect the Suns, he should write it in feces. Okay. Just to give more reflection of what, what's going on on field there. Mm-hmm. But he said he's willing to write it in blood. I want to see him write it in blood. He said, I said I'll put it in my blood if you like. Not that my blood's worth much. Tony. No, but it is worth Don't to us. Don't talk yourself down, Yeah, Tony. I yeah. want to see. I'd, I'd get blood. They should put on the um, Gold Coast Suns merch on the website. Oh, Cochrane blood. Pint of blood. Pint of Cochrane <laughs> blood. That's not a bad idea, is it? I'd buy that. Every kid would love that. Well, who wouldn't? It's the you know, little kind of container, you know, like the, the blood bank container they put it in. Oh, like the little the, flexible the bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. one of them. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, that's a good, that's a good uh, drive. Because remember when, was it, they still do it. You know when someone came off in the blood rule and they'd have donate blood? Really? Across the bottom of the screen. Yeah, I think Channel 7 did it. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, so maybe Tony Cochran can start up a blood drive for the Gold Coast Suns. Well, you know, that's, we're talking about a few little kind of quirks. Yeah. Oh, we'll, yeah, sorry, we'll stick with Ed. We'll stick with Ed. Because he came out also and said that, um, was that Tony? He was a bit annoyed that maybe uh, they shouldn't have got... Guy McKenna. McKenna. Oh, yeah. No, he's come out swinging. He's come out swinging about everything that's happened before he got there. He's not happy. And then John Warsfold came out and said, oh, this guy's the king of hindsight. Oh. So he started a war. Really? Yeah, he's sticking up for Guy McKenna. Yeah. Because he's his assistant coach. King you know. of hindsight. Yeah, don't pick on the redhead. Is mate. that like King of Moomba? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, the King so of like hindsight. So like being King of push-ups? Yeah. <laughs> it's all, all similar royalty sort of thing. Yeah. But I, I like Tony Cochran, and I think that if you're a member and your uh, president cuts himself and writes something in blood, mm-hmm. you are on board with that team. <laughs> hasn't happened, but if it did, fuck man. Yep, yep. I'm on board. Yeah, he did say, he said, I think we made some chronic chronic errors. With great respect to our inaugural coach, there's no way we should have had a junior coach. Yeah. He didn't have a junior coach. He had a fully grown adult. Yeah. Yeah, he was a man. Well, not a good 40s. man. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the outstanding things GWS did was put Kevin Sheedy up there and Mark Williams in the first couple of years. Actually, that's probably not a bad point, hey? Probably not a bad point. Well, it hasn't, ha- hasn't helped with their culture, but they, they had fun. All those guys had fun in the early days. Yeah. Harley Bunnell loved yeah. it. Great you times. Know? Carmichael Hunt had a ball. <laughs> you know, all those other players that have left there, they had a good time. Yeah, no. Now, now speaking of the little quirks, yeah. right? So you talked about the donate blood and mm-hmm. chicken salt. Um, we got actually got an email during the week. I'll just get it up from a friend in the US. Oh, yeah? Yeah, American listener. So our friend here, if you, I, I'll look at what town you're in, but um, maybe you could be the first one to go and pop in and say good day to say Job. Say good day to Job. Or if you're in the south, maybe you could head to uh, Mason Cox's hometown. That's true. That must be going off. <laughs> that must be going... Because there's an American website, a uh, sporting website called Deadspin that I checked out yeah, this Deadspin, morning. Yeah, Deadspin, yeah. And they had an article about Mason Cox. Oh, kicking the, so, bo- kicking the goal. Kicking the goal and then going for the, the run and bounce. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. amazing, yeah. yeah. Uh, isn't it funny how we treat... Ruckman like their special needs. Yes. It's like, oh, look at him. He had a bounce. I mean, it's very cute. I mean, it's probably a bigger deal by the fact it's a guy who's been playing the game for well, a year Zach and a half. Well, Zach Tui, the Carlton player from Ireland, his first ever bounce went back over his head. Oh, really? So it's not an easy thing to do. No. Well, no, that, I think that would be one of the hardest skills to, to master. I would bounce. say it's the hardest. 
Yeah, I reckon too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we got an email from Rich. Oh, doing a handstand and push up. Doing a handstand push up. Handstand push up, like Acker. That's probably the hardest. Oh, okay. <laughs> probably the hardest thing to master. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Or, you know, pissing on a, a shop front. Okay. You okay. Know, after yep. after a big night out, yep. like Fev. Yeah. That, okay. that, that doesn't come naturally. Or urinating out the front of a cop shop. How about that one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Was that Kane Johnson? That took years. Kane Johnson. Yeah. Exactly. Right. That's, yeah. Just, that's just not natural for everyone. Hmm. So Rich from Aurora, Colorado. We're going places, Adam. Oh, oh yeah. Colorado. We are big in Colorado. All the stoners over there love us. So he just qu- had a quick question about being an American fan, and he noticed that the umpires were sponsored by OPSM. Yeah. He looked up OPSM and found out they were in a, you know, oh. an eye, eyewear yeah. shop, and he was like, is that some kind of inside joke, or is that just a thing that... I think it is deliberate. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wrote back and said, yeah, I, it's a kind of a fun little joke. But it's, after years of saying that, you know... The umpire, you know, where's the white yeah. stick and where's your guide dog and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, weak fucking dog cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just amusing things like that that we all say. <laughs> you know, little, little, you know, banners we all yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just little fun things that we, we do at the footy. Yeah, you fucking cheating scum. I know where you live. Yeah, I'll fucking, I'll know kill your old fucking family. <laughs> you son oh, of a bitch. Shiv you in the neck yeah. in the car park, you fuck. <laughs> you get out of their boot and you stab them in the face. You fucking razor ray fuck. Yeah, and, um, you fucking dog, <laughs> kill you. Anyway. It's a very, it's a quite a cute little quirk, cute isn't it? Cute thing like that we do here o- at OPSM. Yeah. said, let's sponsor them. I think yeah. it's quite fun. Quite fun. But see, that shows that as a, as a game, we've got a sense of humour about it. Yes. We yes. don't take ourselves too seriously, ever. You know, can we go back quickly to, uh, to the Gold Coast? Gil McLaughlin said that he's happy with how the Suns are tracking. Yeah, actually, I was just going to Has he lost tail. his fucking mind? <laughs> oh, where is the article? Here it is. They're I... losing shitloads of money. Yeah. They're going terribly this season. Yeah. Gary Ablett's struggling. Yeah. Nothing is going right for the them. chairman wants to just cut himself. <laughs> he wants to cut himself in blood and hates what's happened prior to that. Yeah. And Gil's going, nah, thumbs up. Yeah, Gil says cool. uh, he's happy with Gold Coast progress, but conceded that the Lions and Suns could be going better than they are. He said, well, all, like after Lee Matthews talked about it last week, so oh, it's yeah. only one team, one should be only one team in Queensland, in South East Queensland, in defence, that's what Lee said. He yeah. didn't say anything about North. No, Mount Isa's yeah. so gagging quite, for a team. Close to the border of Northern Territory. Yeah. That's where I want to see. Yep. That'd be good weather. Mm-hmm. Perfect weather for football, if we remember. Yeah, Lee yeah. 37 <laughs> degrees. Said Community Cup. He yeah. said, you know, uh, 37 degrees up wherever they were. He said, perfect Wangaratta, maybe? Perfect conditions. Perfect conditions for football. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, McLaughlin said, we always listen to Lee. That's a personal view. I don't agree. Oh, strong words from the chairman. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, told Lee to shut the fuck up. Yeah, but he's, yeah, I suppose he can't come out. He can say that, you know, we're a little... We want them to be better. But yes. he can't say that, you know, we've made a horrible mistake. And, yeah, uh, they can't admit to what they've done. This could be the end of me. Yeah, but, you know, considering the Gold Coast are, what, a, they're a year ahead of GWS, and GWS are top four at the moment, so they are going fantastically. Dude, they were looking... So good yesterday. Yeah. I mean, depleted Western Bulldogs. Let's put that out there. Yeah, yeah. But they are... It's going to be interesting to see how they go in the finals because they've never played it before. So whether, you know, people say, finals, man, it's a different game. Let's have a conversation about that, Adam. Mm. North Melbourne. Are they real and deal? They're 9-0. Mm. Yet mm. they're still not getting the respect of people, you know, in terms of the... Uh, the I don't like to put it in the betting speculation, but they're not... 
Not no, favorites. well, before I think before the weekend they were maybe sitting fourth in the betting. So that just means, but you know, that's also dictated by the punters out there, Michael, yes. who are laying down their hard earned, and they say, ah, fucking North Melbourne. I don't think so. Do you reckon the top four is almost set? Maybe Adam, North Melbourne, Geelong, Giants, Swans. Who's sitting fifth at the moment? It's doggies. Yeah, Doggy- if you get a full strength doggies, and I reckon you can get them. They're they're back into the uh, into the conversation. I'm Doggy, doggies, Eagles, and Hawks are on um, six wins, and then yep. Adelaide. Melbourne's ninth. It's been great for Melbourne. Only on percentage, too. They're really enjoying their... They're playing really well. They've just... They've got to take a big scalp soon, I think. Mm-hmm. And they've got a big game. They're going to... Uh, they're going to... Alice Springs? Or Darwin this week. Really? Yeah. <laughs> for a holiday? Yeah, absolutely. They love it. I mean, you want, you want, your, you want your border games. They're going up there. Hey, um... They're going to have to make some changes. But back to the Kangas. Yes. For a 9-0 and zero team, no one really rates them. And it, it, it's... It's not quite understandable. Their forward line is amazing. They've mm. got great midfielders, and their back line's pretty set. Like, I, and they've got the best ruckman in the game by a mile. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know what they need to do to be, you know, seen in the hearts and minds of Australians. Well, um, to be number one, but they've got a tough four weeks, so that'll test them out. I suppose so. But I suppose they've, they've, they've been building to this as well in terms they of have you been know, they made the last two prelims. Yep. But, and it's taken a while to put this team together. I mean, last year Kane Turner only blew .07 at the breath yep. and this year he stepped it up and yep. goes, "No, mate, that's not how you do it. I'll tell you how you go home after a game. You blow .133." Oh fuck! And he's on his piece. Yeah, that's full on. So he was. Uh, I mean, so this is. Saturday night, Sunday morning, three in the morning. Uh, he was really, he was cl- really close to Arden Street, and he got pulled over. Blue point one three three. He's on his P's, which means you shouldn't have any alcohol in your system. But he's also injured. He's recovering from a hamstring injury, and they always say you shouldn't be drinking when you're injured. But that, although I have no medical background. I say that you should drink mm-hmm. and drink heavily when you're injured because, you know, uh, when you have a few drinks, you kind of go a little bit numb. Yeah. And that eases the pain. Yeah, yeah. I so, therefore, he... you can probably stretch a lot further when you've More had a couple. rehab done, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He could go a lot harder on that hamstring yeah. than if he was sober. Like, they... if you're running away from the cops, he'd get a lot further being point one three three than being completely sober. Well, they always talk about, you know, the players have the aches and pains, mm. especially later in the year, and so they try and rest them in the line. Yeah. You know, they get them walking through the pools, doing recovery and stuff yep. like that. Like, aches and pains, just give them a few shots of Sambuca or something. Bang. Yeah, that, and send them out to play. And it's he's fine. fine. Yeah, he could have played Sunday morning. Yeah. I, I find that remarkable that footballers haven't worked out that if you drink alcohol before a game, you're a much better player. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, the, the, the Gold Coast players did that last year, and look how they went. They're fine. Hey, uh, Adam, you love a little Twitter rant, don't you? I do. So Robert Eddy uh, played 33 games. Champion St Kilda player. We all remember, like, most St Kilda fans that I know have Robert Eddy's number on their jumper. Yes. He played in the 2010 Grand Final replay. Yep. And he got delisted a couple of days after that. Poor dude. Yeah. But uh, Was he not one of the ones... Remember Ross Lyon announced a couple of retirements post-match? Oh, really? In the rooms. And they weren't aware of that? No, they weren't aware. <laughs> I think Stephen Baker might have been one of them. Oh, really? I wouldn't be doing that to Stephen Baker. <laughs> no, with these sh- sharpened... Spikes. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, so I, I don't know if Robert Eddy was a part of that, but he was certainly delisted very quickly. Yes. So he uh, wrote, uh, this is a previous to the round nine match. Yep. Oh, and eight. Oh, how calm as a bitch. I love knowing my career and future is secure, unlike some. That's it. Rob Eddy, 40. So Ross Lyon is... Contracted till 2020. Yes. So technically not correct <laughs> yeah. in your facts there. But yeah, okay, yeah. so he started something with Ross Lyon, who rarely goes on Twitter. Did he tag Ross Lyon in? No, I can't imagine Ross Lyon has a Twitter account. Sure. No, he does. Oh, really? Yeah, he does. He, he tweeted uh, for the first time in about four years. Oh. 
the roller coaster begins or something like that when he re-signed till the end of 2020. Oh, let's look this up. Yeah. So he's not a regular... Oh, yeah, real Ross Lyon. Yeah. Oh, so look go. at his last tweet. That was the last one. Uh, March 3rd, strap yourselves in. There you go. He's only, done, he's only tweeted twice. Yes, so that was the big deal. He's only tweeted twice and he said strap yourselves in. I don't think people meant that he was going to be taking that, derailing that train. What a man of mystery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he, his first ever tweet was on the 20th of Feb 2013. Uh-huh. Watch this space. Hashtag go Freo. Oh, Interesting. And then his next one was, fuck you, Robert Eddy. Well, I mean, you imagine say watch this space would mean that I'm going to... Would he be referring to I'm going to regularly tweet? Or is, well, he thinks so. If he's joined Twitter, yeah, he would hope yeah, so. Yeah, and then... So, four years Although, later... What, what's regular tweeting? Like, if he does it every three years, then that's regular. Yes, true, true. You know, it's give him the pattern. benefit of the doubt. Wait till 2019 oh. before you jump to conclusions it's like very that. very exciting. So, three years later, he's yeah. written, strap yourself in. Yeah. Strap yourselves in. He got 274 retweets. It's not bad. So, come 2019, oh. March, what's going to happen? Oh, he's just going to write, ah, oh, fuck. Um, and also, he wrote uh, his bio, senior coach, uh, Fremantle Doctors, Dockers, Dockers, Doctors. Dockers uh, Football Club, uh, hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> Squad girls. Who does he follow? Oh, he follows like, th- he's following three people. Who's he following? Oh, Let's here find we go. Out. Let's find out. Here we go. Paul Ruse. No, it's uh, AFL Players Association. Uh-huh. Good. Good. Got to give back. Give back to the game. Three man or dockers. Ah, suck. And Matthew Pavlich. Oh, that's weird. And then just a collection of porn stars. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, what happened with Robert Eddy? Back to Robert Eddy and uh, oh. at Roscoe. Okay. So, well, he, he, he says, uh, I will be forever grateful of the opportunities I was given. Just goes to show how brutal the business is. Oh, he, he tweeted some more. Oh, yeah. No, he got, it was back oh, he went over It's oh, like yes. five. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read the whole article. Oh, mate. No, he, he, he teed off. Oh, so, yeah, I'm great. Opportunity. So... People came back at him. Yeah, gotcha. So he said, yeah. oh, very great for opportunities I was given, but it goes to show how brutal the business is. Hashtag, never secure. Oh, mm-hmm. we got a little, yep. little clicky hashtag. Yeah. Uh, someone replied. Someone replied, okay. Um, who do you think you are, mate? Talentless player that never would have <laughs> been given a game if it wasn't for Ross and his faith in role players. So I think everyone has taken off the top what Robert Eddy said, that it was a crack at Ross. Yes. And so they've gone into bat Defend for Ross. Ross. Yeah. yeah. And that was the St Kilda supporter yeah. uh, defending Ross. Mm. And you, they're not usually that uh, in Glowing about him, with yeah. uh, Ross Lyon. Uh, and then Eddie's come back with, when did I blame Ross Lyon? See, you, you kind of did, mate. And he pulls out this card. How many did you play? Good. None. Yeah. Because your life is mediocre. Oh, Rob. Oh, smashed him. But at least <laughs> yeah. he didn't say your life is shit. At least he went with mediocre. It wasn't yes, a huge true. slap. No, no, it wasn't. Oh, you, I'm sure your life's okay. Um, but I don't want to hate your guts. And then he said, Eddie... Okay, a month after his axing, Eddie told the Herald Sun he had held no ill-fielding towards Lyon or St Kilda. On Saturday, he said that was a lie. Huh. Sometimes when you're a professional athlete, you have to say things you don't mean, but you'd never understand that. Oh, that's interesting. So there's a few more tweets. Um, said, sometimes when you're a professional... Oh, that's what he wrote. Sorry. <laughs> he said... They, they're confusing me by saying... He's it's not your fault, mate. When they're quoting Twitter. Yeah. Uh, he said, my tweet was just to bring wankers like you out of the woodwork to have a laugh. 
Huh. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. Because, you know, when you're sitting at home, you're like, fuck, I feel like bringing some wankers out of the yeah. woodwork. So he's kind of baiting people. Yeah. By being a bit controversial. By initially having a crack at his old coach yeah. and then saying he didn't have a crack yeah. at his old coach. Huh. But then he said, I, I lied about not having a crack at my old coach. Good times. Because I'm professional. Times. Good times. So maybe we should, should we tweet to Robert Eddy? We should tweet Ross Lyon and say. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you think about Robert Eddy? Well, yeah, and more talk from you, mate. We can't wait till 2019 to hear what you have to say next. Should we tweet him? Can you tweet him now from the Junk Time account? Uh, I don't really want to. <laughs> no, just say, will there be another tweet before 2019? Yeah, okay. We'll do that. There you go. And, yeah. and I ho- hopefully, I mean, Ross will have time on his hands now. He's got nothing. We'll do it, we'll, I'll, I'll do it after the show. All right, cool. If want to hear me um, typing away. People uh, love to hear you type, mate. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't put yourself down. Hey, um, Adam, I think we might uh, wrap it up. All right. Collingwood okay. Tigers back in town. Oh, yeah. Turns right. quickly, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. This bloody game of ours, Michael. Yeah, the story does. It's, it's, a, one, it's a week-to-week narrative, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It really is. Hey, are we are Junk Time Apple Pod at Gmail, Facebook and Twitter. And uh, send us the emails, um, the footballers in real life. Make sure to send them to the email account so yes. there's no stalking. And can we also send much love to our good friend, Jared Ruffett? Yes, wishing him all the best. And, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, pulls through soon. Yeah, hopefully you get fight and fit. Um, and... Uh, uh, it's uh, going to be a remarkable challenge, but it's going to be um, great news when he pulls through. Yeah, absolutely. We wish him all the best. Send you much love. So we'll see you later next week. Go Hawks. Go Blues. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.